How do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man, that's the wrong port. Oh, wait, it's flashing now. Is it? Re- oh, wait, it's recording. Well, let's start this thing, Paul. Hello, everyone. I'm Amelia. Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations. We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset, and more. All right, let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. So, I wanted to start with a little exercise, and when I say little, it's just one little question. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. My name is Sam, and I am a mobile banker. Is that it? Yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but like. That's what I wanted to get you to do because you see how when you introduce yourself or you tell me about yourself, you associated yourself with like a professional title. Yes, I know. I do. And that's just that's just the normal way of how I identify myself. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Like if you were out at a networking event or you met someone at a party, that's the first question you would usually ask someone. Like either you get asked or you ask someone like, what do you do? Or tell me a little bit about yourself. You're usually like, this is my name. This is what I do. And that's like an identification that you associate yourself with. Yeah. Well, I was just going to add like, it is interesting because when you go to barbecues and stuff like that, you go, hey, g'day, mate, my name's blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you always talk about what you do. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, why do you think people associate themselves to a title as opposed to what they advocate for or a bigger purpose behind what they do? I think that's just the way they have ingrained themselves in identifying themselves. Like when you introduce yourself, people want to know who you are as a person in terms of your career. Mm. And that's generally how people associate you as, oh, yeah, you, you hey, you're a, a plumber or, hey, you're, you're Barry who does fucking construction work. And that's, that's the, one of the biggest things I noticed is, like my sister was saying about this, is the area that she lives in, they are all tight niche, like a little family hub in this little, like, community, if you want to call it that. And they associate each other by their roles. Which is strange. So that's like, oh, it's like I said, it's like, oh, it's Tom, the, you know, construction worker. It's Barry who does electrical work. Like Bob the builder. <laughs> yeah. Like they identify themselves by what they do as a profession. Yeah. Which I think is completely fine. But I think as an extension of that, it would be good as a person themselves to identify themselves with a purpose or what the, they, like the core purpose that they, of why they do the things that they do. So if you're a finance manager, manager, like, yes, that is your title, but I think it's better if you associate yourself with the purpose. So you helping other people manage their money better or increasing their net worth better, like things like that, it's more meaningful than attaching yourself to a label. Yeah. Could you go, can you explain why? Well, I feel like if you have, if you focus on your core identity or your core purpose behind that, because like one example, I think the best way I can explain it is, 
So I've been playing, I used to play piano since I was five till I think I was 25 or something like that. So like 20 years. And everyone knew me as a person who can play piano when I don't know if people thought I was good or not, but like they would know that I have a good amount of experience in playing piano. And at one stage, like uni got a lot, I had to work as well and practicing piano was just not my priority anymore and I just can't find the time to do it and I had to consider whether or not I should just stop playing piano now and everyone including myself I've labeled myself as a person who people would know that yeah I can play music I can play piano and if I was to stop that I felt a bit lost it's like does that mean people can't come to me to be like, hey, can I get you to play the song for me at my birthday? Or like they can't come to me to ask for piano advice or music advice and things like that. So now because I've attached myself to this identity that people know me as a piano player or pianist, I've lost myself. So that's why I think if you find like a deeper purpose or a deeper meaning behind that, you can essentially keep growing and keep going in life as opposed to you just identifying yourself to one thing. And that actually makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. The the meaning and the train of thought is much deeper than the surface level. Surface level meaning this is your your position, this is your role, this is who you are, you this is who you identify yourself. Thinking deeper is, okay, well, what's your purpose of doing that? Or being in that industry. Right? Yeah. And I think these labels, from what I'm trying to explain as best as I can, is these labels are more external labels that a society would categorize you in. Whereas if you find a core purpose or core goal or something that you're working towards, these are something from within. Like this is you from the inside shining outwards. Whereas if you put these labels in yourself, pianist, finance manager, designer these are all societal labels that you put on yourself or others put onto you that actually puts a lot of things into perspective right like i was saying it's very surface level in the fact of oh what does what is the social expectations in terms of your position right so everyone identifies themselves as x so and it has some sort of correlation to what i was saying before when my sister was saying that they've got a community and they identify each other just by who they or what their profession is. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, we know Tom. He's the construction person. That's all we know about him. You mm. know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, and then say Tom, one day he decides to stop doing construction. Like, does he lose that identity then? Like, does that mean he can't help them anymore? Do people stop going to him? Like, that's what I mean. Like, once you label or put someone in that label and then they move themselves away from it, the dangerous zone is that, one, themselves might feel lost and they feel like they've lost their identity, or two, someone else who's put that expectation on them feels like they can't go to them anymore, they can't reach out to them anymore, or they forgot that they're also a construction worker. Yeah, and that's a, yeah, that is actually a really good point. It's like, well, how, how do you get out of that? Like, how do you how do you identify yourself outside of that? How do you differentiate yourself from just that one label, right? Mm, which, like, leads to this definition that you found online, which I think was really helpful in explaining that and why 
how you label yourself and others really matter. Yeah, I <clears throat> I thought this was really interesting because I was strolling um, Google as you do. Strolling Google. <laughs> strolling the Googs. The Googs. There was this blog and they've defined what the definition is of labels. So here it says, labels can shape expectations that are set for other people creating stereotypes. Yeah, which is, yeah, quite true, which is kind of what we're saying, like that's a stereotype. Yeah. These stereotypes can result in unrealistic expectations or expecting less from someone despite what they are capable of. And they've given an example. Some Someone who can expect a person who is Asian to be a good at math, even if they aren't. Yeah, that was actually a really good one. So I, I, I thought that was a really good one because I resonate with that real hard. <laughs> You're good at maths. No, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, this obviously leads, this, this could also lead to someone to think that a person who is disabled can't have a job. Yeah, which I think this is a really good example, the disability one. So I was watching this channel on YouTube called How To Be Happy and he did make that topic, how you label someone matters because he the example that he gave was like if a doctor was diagnosing someone and said that you have depression, you now have put that person in this label and they might think that this is what I have for life, this is what I'm stuck with and I'm a person with depression as opposed to a doctor who's like you are prone to depression, it kind of creates a space where you're like, yeah, you have depression or you have these symptoms where you can fall into depression but you can always work on this and help yourself get out of it. So it's kind of like... Whether someone labels that on you or you label it yourself, like someone with a disability, if they're like, yes, I am disabled, they're inclined or they may not push themselves to go find a job where they may think they might not hire them because they have a disability. But if you think that I'm a person with a disability, but I can still find a job, can still get out there and meet people or find options that can work around the disability, that creates a space where you're still willing to work with what you have, but still grow from that or push yourself out of that zone. Yeah, and this alludes to a pretty important point it's the mindset behind how you essentially label yourself, right? Because the two examples that you've made just then are essentially the same in some regard, but it's the way the mindset of defining that is mm. different, right? Yeah. It's basically saying, yeah, you are this full stop. And then the other one saying, yeah, I am that, but I have other options. Yeah. And then another one that I heard from... I think it was Dr. Mate, which was on On Purpose podcast with Jay Shetty. He was saying that different people receive labels differently. And that is quite true. Like if someone has a strong belief or is really confident in their strong core identity, they're not easily swayed or they're not moved by what others are saying, like what they are telling them. Like you see, there's different types of people, like again, using the disability thing. You see people with a disability who are doing Olympic marathons. Like those are the people who have a strong core identity. It's like, yes, I have a disability, but doesn't define me. Like 
I can still do this, this, and this. Yeah. But was as opposed to someone who is taking on this label, like, and taking it on and saying that yes, I am disabled. They don't push themselves out of that, or they feel like they're worried to push themselves out of that. Yeah, and uh, and that comes back to what I was saying before. Like that mindset behind labeling is just has a massive impact, and mm. you can tell by the the example. It's like the the mindset of of what people are like disabled people are doing, whether they are comprehending and understanding that yes, they are disabled, but the other kind. Or the other side of that is like, yes, I am disabled, but I'm willing to do other things. I'm I'm willing to try and and you know and I get get myself out there to not be held down by just oh, I am disabled. Yeah, and like what I was trying to say is that yeah, there are labels, there are identities, but don't fully immerse yourself and associate yourself with it so much that that becomes you. Like you should be able to use your own strong core goals and purpose to grow from these things like you might be this certain identity or label at the current point in time but you can always either change that or move out of that and another example that I think is really good is people who are really shy uh, shy and they're going to a social event and they don't want to go by themselves or something like that and they would reject the invitation because they're like I'm shy I don't want to talk to other people oh I can't talk to other people because I don't know anyone I don't know how to talk to anyone and the longer you associate yourself with being shy or being unable to talk to people can't make conversations the longer you're going to be stuck in that and you've labeled yourself as shy so you can't grow out of that right yeah and that that is a good point it's like if you continuously label yourself and reiterate that your mindset's always going to think, oh, well, that's me. I can't do shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And it becomes a habit, like yeah. a habit for yourself. So that's why, like we're not saying there's no labels, there's no identities, but think of your core purpose and your core goals. And I think that's much more meaningful than you associating yourself with a core identity, yeah. with an identity or a label that's created by society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- wanted to throw in another example while you were talking about that. So it's just like saying same example, like some people who have already accepted the fact that they have bad temper, right? People who define themselves or label themselves as, oh yeah, I am angry. I have a bad temper. They leave it at that, right? And then even though they label themselves as that, they don't do anything to look outside of that or they don't they don't accept the fact that they need to they're not willing to change they're not yeah they're not willing to sort of uh, change and and adapt to other means you know what i mean when they're outside they're always going to be yes i'm going to be angry i'm always going to be i'm going to always have a bad temper yeah and if someone tells them hey like you should try and see how you're responding to people because you have a bad temper their response is like yeah i have a bad temper so what and that's them like accepting that that is them. Yeah. But that's them unwilling to change and just accepting that this is the label that's going to be them like now and forever. But it's not like that. Yeah. And they should always be, I get you could say open to look elsewhere. <clears throat> like it's more about, yes, I do have a bad temper, but I'm willing to work on it. Yeah. You know? So a good example that I think Jay Shetty 
pointed out in terms of talking about how you can integrate your purpose rather than only talking about your title. He was saying like, hey, I'm Jay Shetty. I work with people to find their purpose or I help people find their true core purpose. So he doesn't go out and be like, hey, I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer, I'm an author. Like those are external social labels, but he explains himself in terms of what he does, in terms of helping other people. So that's a really good example on how you can, I guess, extend out of just the labels. Yeah, and I, I think it's actually a really good mindset in how you set yourself out in terms of purpose because it, it doesn't, it well, it broadens the spectrum a bit too because it's like, for example, me, I'm, I'm, I'm a, essentially a mobile banker, but my purpose is to decipher and educate lending requirements to clients ultimately building that trust network for all their lending needs. So that can be applied in fucking anything, right? Yeah, so once you leave your job as a mobile banker, if you did, it shouldn't matter because your next job, even if it's like a different title, that's still your strong core purpose that you do. Yeah, exactly. So when you actually think of it like that in terms of your purpose and who you are and how you can apply that to a industry or your, your role – it opens that that mindset of how you can actually think of it and how you can perceive it. Mm. So I find that the way that Jay Shetty mentioned and, and spoke about it, it really makes it really makes sense. Like the way he articulated it, it, it I didn't even think of it before that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. I think yeah. So I think when I gave that initial example of saying how you. Ex- introduce yourself you're sam and you're a mobile banker i think also because you're at a social event it's easier to just group it all under an identity but if i think it's also helpful if you extend yourself outside of that and explain like add to it and be like but this is what i do like i'm a mobile banker looking to help people build better finances or something like that like that's more meaningful yeah yeah, and it makes sense when you actually put it in that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like this whole conversation is just more about being more mindful on how you label yourself or label others. Like it is something that does happen, especially when you're in social, like the social situation, social norms and all that kind of stuff. But also it's important to just find your core purpose because your purpose is more important than your identities and the labels. Yeah, and on top of that, it's well, understanding what your purpose is, right, first and foremost, but the mindset behind it because the mindset's what's going to dictate how you comprehend what your label is or what your purpose is and working with that. Mm. Because I think if you have a – if your mindset is, is right, if you know that you've got a bad – let's say you've tempered, right, you, like for an example, you've got a bad temper – yes, I've got a bad temper, but I'm willing to work on that. To have that kind of mindset as opposed to saying, I just have a bad temper, that's it. Mm. You, you know, that mindset's what's going to actually help you grow. Yeah, a way to see that as well. If someone came up to me and be like, hey, Sam, you've got a bad temper, rather than being like, yeah, that's just how I am and be like, okay, yeah, thanks for letting me know. So how can I work on this? Like, how do you think I can change this? Like, be open-minded. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so this last example I think I'll throw in with other examples this episode, this is a personal one that I can really relate to, is a lot of people, including myself, 
I used to label myself as a really quiet person, which I am. Like, I am a quiet person. But it's like thinking, how much do you want to believe in this and how much do you want to actually set this as your label? So for me, I challenge this label because I don't want to be seen as quiet, like the quiet one, the one who's shy, who doesn't want to talk all the time. Like, I push myself out of that and I think, you know, how do I become more sociable when I go into a new place, like a new job, a new new club that I've joined, new gym, like how do I move myself out of that? So that's another example is just like, yeah, you know you have these labels, you acknowledge it and you think, do you want to change that or do you want to keep that? And for me, I wanted to change that because that's not something that I wanted to stay in. And that's, again, the longer you stay in that, the more it becomes a habit that that's who you are. For me, I, I think you could probably consider me as quiet, like when initially, but I, I like that. I, I like to troll. I like to appear as if I'm quiet. But when you get to actually know me and I open up, I'm totally opposite. Yeah, like I'm the same. But I don't know. This is... This can go off topic, but I feel like as a female who's quiet, people can trample over you a lot easier than a guy who's quiet. Yeah, true. They they probably would assume that you're submissive and yeah, you know and what like, I mean? And the, there has been a lot of times where people would take advantage of me because I know I'm a hard worker, but I'm quiet so that if they give me a lot of work, I'm not going to say anything about it. So it's like things like that in situations like that, I don't want to be taken advantage of. And I want to know that, yeah, let people know or let myself know that even though I'm quiet, doesn't mean that I'm shy and I'm incapable of speaking up for myself. So that's what I wanted to change. And like I wanted to change that. So similar, throwing it back to that, Asians are all good at maths. Yes, the label is that I'm Asian, but um, this, this and this. So what I was trying to say is, yes, my label is I am quiet. I don't talk much, but that doesn't mean that I'm equal to someone that you can take advantage of. There's other things behind that label, other meanings behind that label. Yeah, and that's actually a good point. And I think it's good that you, you're you in a mindset where you're like, yeah, I am quiet, but you know when to sort of stand up and be loud and be like, no, this is I stand my ground. It's more like I define my own labels. Like labels as a society of someone who's quiet is equal to someone who's shy, someone's introverted, someone's this or that. But I don't let that become who I am. I will set what this label of quiet, what a quiet person defines. Mm. No, that's a, that's a good example to put um, for for the listeners to understand in the fact of where what you face essentially in your day-to-day aspect. Because, yeah, and you just you have know. to think, is that what you want to stick with and is this what you want to acknowledge or do you want to acknowledge it and change it or define your own label underneath what your identity is but let us know if you guys have had conversations when it comes to people coming to you and saying hey man you've got this essentially labeling you labeling you in some way or form and how did you handle it and what ways or techniques did you go about improving that or changing that or adapting that yeah good points yeah hopefully this was helpful and insightful and opened your mind to think 
of it in a different way because it definitely helped us think of things in a bigger yeah. perspective. So, yeah, let us know. Slide into DMs, guys. Once again, let us know any questions or anything that you like us to cover because we always love that feedback. Peace. Out. A-Town. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you have reached to the end, we really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Ask the Duo Podcast. That's A S K T H E D U O P O D C A S T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. <laughs> All right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. See ya. Bye.